This is News Talk. Well, I'm sure you're all waking up this morning very excited about what the cost of living package is going to be tomorrow. But the Irish Times warns us that the government is trying to temper all of our expectations about the scale of the measures being announced tomorrow. Ministers have said the package on offer will be significantly less than the measures announced in the budget. So the Irish Times understands that it may not reach €1 billion. So if you're very excited about it, the government trying to say hold on a minute, it's not going to be that much. There's going to be a focus on targeted supports. Uh, It would seem particularly for people on social welfare that there would be targeted supports and increased payment. Also the prospect uh, of a new €200 electricity credit for households is seen as very unlikely. That story is also on the front of the Irish Independent. It tells us that the Green Party looks like it's going to win in the row over the €200 universal electricity credit because that credit looks like it's going to be pushed until later in the year so it won't be in the summer. So you'll get your payment in March, then there's not going to be a credit during the summer, presumably because they think people won't use as much electricity, uh, and then the credit would be brought back in again, depending on electricity prices towards the autumn or winter. The Irish Independent also says that there's big pressure now on electricity companies because there is a new price cut and it's going to pile pressure on the large players in the electricity market to reduce their costs. So Pinergy has broken ranks and it's going to introduce a price reduction of 7.1% from the end of next month. Uh, Obviously, we've seen electricity prices, wholesale prices are coming down. So we're all waiting for our own prices to come down. So Pinergy uh, announcing this cut. And now the question is, what will Electric Ireland, Board Gosh Energy, SSE Electricity and Energia do? Uh, The Indo says they're going to find it very difficult to argue that they can't reduce their prices when Pinergy can. So we'll wait and see what happens with that. Also on the front of the Irish Independent, a Social Democrats TD was contacted by the state's ethic watchdog about a donation that appeared to be over the limit. Holly Kearns said the single payment came from two different people, so it wasn't necessary to declare it and her party is accusing Pascal Donoghue of reverse engineering his donations to stay within the law. So we're still talking about donations for politicians. The Irish Examiner says that AIB is going to be hauled very dramatically before the Oireachtas Finance Committee over a jaw-dropping settlement it made with former GAA star DJ Carey. Uh, You may have heard of this over the weekend where DJ Carey saw more than 99% of his multi-million euro debt written off and so many people on social media asking why for him and maybe not for others. Uh, Junior Minister Dara Kaliri says he's been contacted contacted by many people in recent days who are furious that they haven't been able to get this kind of settlement from a bank. So Derek Leary says that AIB should appear before the Finance Committee. Fine Gael's Minister Neil Richmond described the scale of the write-down as worrying and now at least five members of the Oireachtas Finance Committee are calling on AIB to appear before it to explain how it signs off on such settlements. Pierce Doherty of Sinn Féin writing to the committee requesting a meeting with AIB. So uh, that looks like it's going to happen. I'm sure AIB will be more than happy to appear, appear before the committee and answer questions on it. The Irish Daily Mail 
Dahl, quote, misled over illegal drugs policy. Uh, the Irish Daily Mail says the Ill- illegality of the government policy of excluding mental illness sufferers over the age of 16 from the long-term illness scheme was hidden from the Dáil for years. Dáil records confirm that the policy has been the subject of frequent parliamentary questions, but each time the matter was raised in the Dáil, successive health ministers stood over the policy, despite the fact that the mail says it was discriminatory and legally unsound. The Irish Daily Mirror goes with the news about this uh, bishop in LA. So many people shocked about this news over the weekend. Irish bishop shot dead. Police in LA have launched a murder probe after the bishop was found shot dead at a house. This was Bishop David O'Connell, who'd worked in LA for 45 years, incredibly well known in the city. He was shot once in the chest, originally from Cork. The Mirror says he devoted his life to working with the poor. Uh, and victims of gangland violence in his adopted home and he's been described in the papers today as a peacemaker. The Irish Daily Star, Burn in Hell and the Irish Sun, Psycho Killer Price Dead. This is the news that Cornelius Price, a feared monster in the Drada feud, has died of a brain disease in hospital in Wales, aged 40. He was the chief suspect in the murders of Willie Mon and his pregnant girlfriend Anna Versleven and Willie's dad said he ruled through fear Price terrorised our family uh, and he says we know now that hell awaits him on to lighter matters in the paper tomorrow in the papers tomorrow is uh, Pancake Tuesday I have to tell you I can't stand pancakes I know other people love them think they're gorgeous I think they're absolutely disgusting but anyway if you're a fan of pancakes well the mirror says that you're being warned not to dump the unused batter down the sinks or drains plumbing experts have revealed how sticky batter can clog up drains and end up costing a fortune to fix this is good information and we're giving it to you today because if you're planning for pancakes tomorrow might be a little bit busy tomorrow so think ahead to this today uh, because pancakes batter contains flour, fat and oil uh, and is apparently a recipe for disaster in drains because it can harden and cause burst pipes and costly repairs and plumbing experts say you should freeze the batter to make pancakes again another time or you can make Yorkshire puddings with them or use them to batter meat or fish. So something for you to consider. I won't certainly be partaking in Pancake Tuesday tomorrow. Thank you very much. Now, the Telegraph goes back to the story of the Roald Dahl books uh, and any offensive language being taken out of them. And the Telegraph says that the literary world last night expressed its disapproval of the rewriting of Roald Dahl's books and warning that you could now have blank pages in books if you get rid of all of these offensive terms. So we've new editions of Roald Dahl's stories published and in new editions, Augustus Gloop is not called fat and the Oompa Loompas are gender neutral. David Badil, who's a comedian and author, posted a screenshot of one of the changes to a passage in The Twits, which removes the words double chin. And he says, here, double chin has been cut, presumably to avoid fat shaming. But what about wonky nose or crooked teeth shaming? Once you start on this path, you can end up with blank pages. Also, Salman 
Rushdie has led the backlash last night. Other literary figures rounded on the changes. Uh, so the word fat has been removed from every book. Augustus Gloop in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is now described as enormous. The words black and white have also disappeared according to the Telegraph. Characters no longer turn white with fear and the BFG cannot wear a black coat. I assume because of race you can't have the word black in it, I'm not sure. Uh, also, in previous editions of James and the Giant Peach, the centipede sings that Ant Sponge was terrifically fat and tremendously flabby at that, and now that's been removed to change to Ant Sponge was a nasty old brute and deserved to be squashed by the fruit. A lot of people were up in arms about this over the weekend. Final story comes from the Irish Independent. We're going back to Valentine's Day with this one. Romance is not dead in Cavan, where people there spend 126% more on romantic items this Valentine's Day compared with last year. This is looking at Bank of Ireland's Valentine's Day spending and it's given an insight into how people spend their money to celebrate the day Cavan led the way, but people People across Ireland splashed out on romantic gifts with spending hikes on spa breaks, grooming and beauty, jewellery, chocolate, perfume and flowers all up. And if you compare it for some reason to last year, it's way up. So people really celebrated Valentine's Day this year. But Gilly Clarkin from Bank of Ireland says forget about Paris or Rome. Cavan was the place to be for Valentine's Day this year and I'm sure people will be very happy in Cavan because I'm sure they're fed up now of that old trope that people from there might be a little bit mean. Uh, People in Offaly splurged too. Wicklow had a big increase in spending as did Roscommon. However, there were spending cutbacks because they're mean in Waterford, Leitrim, Kerry, Kilkenny and my own Kildare and men spent more than women on Valentine's Day. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.